Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Central Texas Living, the podcast. I'm Ann Harder, and it is fall, and that means it's Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo time. And I'm so happy to introduce you to Sharva Ingram, who is the uh, marketing vice president and uh, director of sponsorship development, correct? I think I sort of mixed up the words a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's a mouthful. It's Either way, the yeah, meaning, marketing and sponsorship, that's the meaning, what I do. The meaning <laughs> is there. You know, and, and Sharva, I mean, this is a big year for the fair because... <laughs> It didn't happen last year. It is. We are so excited. I call it the full meal deal. So obviously in 2020, with COVID being what it was, we had to modify is how we presented it, which meant we were able to still have our livestock show for the kids. That's one of the most important things we do. And then we had food trucks out in our Lake Air parking right, lot. Right, I remember so you that. Could still come get some of those right. tasty treats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were allowed to have the rodeo at 50% capacity. Yeah. But the carnival and the other attractions, the, Midway the and petting all zoo, all mm-hmm. those things that you've known to come and love, like we weren't able to do. And mm-hmm. this year... It is all back in full force, and we're so excited. Well, and what's good, too, is that you also have a whole new building that is completed, the BASE. Let's talk about that. Now, first of all, what does BASE stand for? So BASE stands for Business, Arts, Sports, and Entertainment, all the things we hope to host and use that um, building for, as well as it's a nice nod to um, the airfield and back in the day, that land and how it was used. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. And and is it that kind of where folks will go in? Is that like an entry point or not? It's not an entry point, mm-hmm. but it is. So there's going to be four entry points. So the main one that I think a lot of people like see you when you drive by Bosky, it's going to be Bosky Gate. It is going to be the Bosky yes, Gate. Yes. There's that new wrought iron fence that's been put up um, kind of between the Coliseum mm-hmm. and the base. And so that will be opened and there will be entry points there um, as well as they'll be at the opposite end if you are a carnival person and you park in the back grass lot that used to be the driving yeah, range kind of next to the high school back mm-hmm, over there's there. an entrance there there is another entrance um, right by the high school on the kind of opposite side of lake air I never remember the street name. And then there's also a VIP entrance on the Lake Air side. Yeah. And and so, you know, the parking is, you know, a little bit different. It is a little bit different. Than it has been in mm-hmm. years past, too. So public parking is going to be kind of in the grass lot that that still remains to the mm-hmm. other side of the base like it like you've been used to as well as like I said the driving range is going to be those are going to be our, oh, okay. our two main public parking lots it's five dollars for parking there will be a limited amount of spots available in front of the base if you want to pay 10 if that convenience is important to you and oh, you don't yeah. mind spending an extra couple of bucks then um, as long as there's spots available that'll be an option mm-hmm. that's that's very good well there are a lot of exciting things mm-hmm. that will be happening with the uh, fair and rodeo this year 
here. Um, let's let's talk about that. What the things that are going to be different? Okay, from years past. So things that are going to be different. First of all, we'll start off with the base. You asked about that being an entry mm-hmm. point. It is not an entry point, but it is right there at that front entrance with the boss. Can't miss it. You cannot miss it, and you're gonna want to go in there because there are several awesome things happening in there. First of all, one of the first things you're gonna see when you enter in is what we call Doorways to Ag, which is a brand new interactive agricultural display by Texas Farm Bureau. It's This is their first unveiling of the full thing. We got it instead of State Fair, so that's a really big deal. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the shopping. We've really tried to up our shopping game and make that part of your destination and coming to the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo. And so they'll be partnered with Big Top Entertainment. So there'll be about 100 vendor booths in there that you can visit and shop and get all kinds of different treats so it's- and wearables. And, like yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like clothes and things that normally, when I think of the general exhibits building, you know, or even the fine. I, I mm-hmm. mean, it's it wasn't so it's much kind of that it was mm-hmm. like, you know, water purification. And I'm just trying to think of some right. Will those yes. kind so of folks still sign be my there? petition. Yes, no. Yeah. We're <laughs> as a matter of fact. <laughs> And no, no politicos, right? No, no politicos. We have said no to that just because we really? really want this to be a positive, upbeat, family-friendly experience. And sometimes those things can turn a little, oh, you know, I know. I, a course. little sour. And and that's just not the atmosphere that we're wanting yeah, to create Yeah, because sometimes you'd have the Republican booth and the Democratic booth. Yeah, they'd always end up right by not, each other. Yeah, not too far from each other. And that got to be You needed security just for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, so that, you know, that is kind of a big change. But... Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to make it, mm-hmm. you know, a kind of, a, as you say, a different uh, mm-hmm. air, a different atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, and so shopping, you know, I'm always all about that. I know. Like I taught one of my yeah. kids early on, you know, shopping, 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 she'd say. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you know, we go. <laughs> well, one of, you know, one of the best things I ever got at the fair in shopping, and it was over kind of in the Red Barn area. Okay. Uh, we had gone to mm-hmm. do the celebrity goat roping yes. thing. This was some years ago. Yes. But somebody had a, a booth and had... Um, there were rain boots, but they looked like real bright, colorful cowboy boots. Okay. Okay. And I bought yeah. a pair and I, I mean, I have worn them for years and they're wonderful. So you, you find, and they weren't mm-hmm. expensive. I mean, it was really, mm-hmm. yeah. it was one of the best buys I ever, I ever made was my cowboy rain boots. Awesome. Yeah. No, those are cute. I'll have to look for something like that. Yeah. No, we have some great vendors all over the place and we will still have some vendors over there that kind of cater more towards that western livestock show type you know look and feel of things over there in that kind of concourse area in the show pavilion but yes the base will have a lot of new things that you haven't seen as far as shopping the hometown stage is also going to be in there now that's neat because Mm -hmm. those little performers will will be in in air conditioning they'll be covered in an air conditioning yeah that's good right now the weather is looking really great for us but you know in years past sometimes that has created a challenge for them and then we have another exhibit called playing with giants and again it's kind of a nod towards agriculture it's um supersized games like Mm. supersized jenga and connect four and other things like that so it's a great if you're a mom shopping yeah. And your kid is kind of nagging at you. Yeah, like, so come not, on, mom, not too come happy on, mom. Being you, there. Can, you can feel safe and they can go over there oh, and they can play those games while you can shop and well, enjoy neat. that and yeah. watch what's happening on the hometown stage because there'll also be another act. Farmer Phil will be also filling some time on that hometown stage. So um, there'll be a lot happening in there. I definitely encourage everybody to go check it all out. Well, just to check it out and see that beautiful building. I mean, it is it is such a wonderful addition. They did a good job. It does seem like it's been years that we've been anticipating it mm-hmm. and so here this is the year this mm-hmm. is when we're going to get to really enjoy it but um you know the, uh, your acts so let's talk a lot of folks you know really want to know what mm-hmm. what the music's going to be so, so you've got some really good music 
offerings. Yeah, we, yeah, we think you so. Really we really do. We're yeah. really excited about it with the Bud Light Music Stage. We know that we have a big Texas country crowd out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to accommodate with that with some of our openers. But we also know that a lot of these really beloved Texas country artists perform at a lot of local bars any given month. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to provide something that you just can't see every day in Central Texas. That was really important to us to kind of make that an important attraction aspect of what we were doing this year. So we have Chris Jansen kicking us off on Friday night. And then um, coming in on Saturday is going to be Jameson Rogers, which um, may not be a super household familiar name yet. But if you look him up, you will definitely recognize songs. And in fact, he has yeah, hit one on the radio yeah. right now, Cold Beer Calling My Name with Luke Combs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're excited to have him. So kind of a rising Oh, I think, yeah, Star. hopefully we're catching him on the way up, you yeah, know, well, that's and good. That's he's got a great good. sound and I think it'll be a really good night. And then we come back, there will be a Hispanic band on Sunday night with our, um, Mexican rodeo spectacular happening in the Coliseum. We come back Thursday night with Tracy Lawrence. I think Carson Jeffries is opening for him. And then, um, Friday night is the, um, TikTok craze of fancy, like Mr. Walker Hayes himself. So, um, we're excited to have him and, Mike Lee. Now, you as, might need to explain a little bit more about that to me. So, I, well, you know, I am not a big TikToker, but I do see it coming across. And I think even Applebee's used this for their next commercial. Really? So he has the song Fancy Like. <laughs> okay. And he and his daughter, I guess, in COVID, whatever, decided to create a little dance to go with it. And it okay. went... It just blew. Yeah, bigger than up. viral. And then, that you know, is. and then everybody is doing their own version with the dance with okay. their friends or their okay. coworkers or whatever. I mean, I would say look up fancy like and you'll okay, see. Okay, there you go. A bazillion little videos there. So <laughs> he um he has definitely kind of shot the charts and he really sits on both the country chart and the pop chart right really? now with that song. So wow, quite the crossover artist. Uh, I know, and we're gonna have two good openers for him, Gabe Lee and Jack Ingram, who's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember listening to him in college and following sure. him around. And then on Saturday night, it is Joe Nichols. I'm a big fan. Yeah, he's been he's been at the fair before. He has. Yeah. It's been a few years. I remember, but yes. Yeah, I remember um, hearing. In fact, I think he played at the uh, like the preview media event. Oh, uh, that might have been before me, but it was yeah, it was a yeah. while ago. But yeah, we need to I start doing him. that again. Huh. I like that. So, and then opening for him is going to be Mike Ryan, who's a great Texas country artist. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's a really strong lineup, and I'm super excited to get out there and watch the concerts. Well, and you always have fun stuff on the uh, the Midway, and I had the my experience with the baboon a couple of years ago. <laughs> I remember that. that was, <laughs> well, he was friendly. He was he was so funny. There's a picture of him right behind me with these teeth, you know, and I said, if I really knew what was going on, I might not have been so... <laughs> calm mm-hmm. <laughs> about it hey hey but, but it was but it was fun it, it was fun i mean you always have the, those kind of fun things we um, do we look for new and exciting things things that we haven't had here either it's been a long time since it's been here or it's something we've never had there's always um a wide variety of acts to choose from this year we've got um it's called the flores family thrill show they were actually tell on a, me about that i know they were actually on america's got talent season six and they have what they call the globe of death so they get in this big metal globe and they race motorcycles and it's like eighth, ninth generation. So it's, it's family. It's a family show. Like it's family that are participating kind of an acrobatic motorcycle racing, um, daredevil type thing, which I'm really excited. I missed them on America's Got Talent, but I'm excited to see them here on our fairgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's those kind of daredevil things. People always, I don't yet, yeah, you know, interested in seeing that. When I, yeah. And when I was a kid, they always sounded fun to do. But the older I get, I'm like, oh, no, no. Mm. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, do you have any, do you have any, these days. any, any news anchors <laughs> in the globe of death with them for, for media fun? Not yet. We'll see who raises their hand. <laughs> we'll see who wants to do that. Yeah, the goat roping was enough for me <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. But, so are you, are you doing that kind of thing? So we are, you know, the goat roping has become kind of a challenge for us because the way our rodeo changed. We are five nights of PRCA rodeo, oh, yeah. but we've got it focused on the weekends. So the, when we had the All-American, it was going every night but Monday night, and we had those cowboys on the grounds where we could just pull from them to come and, mm-hmm. and rope. We yeah, because you you, yeah. you needed an expert helping you. I know yes, that's Yes, you need somebody that knows what they're doing. So right. you can just kind of throw your rope and catch them. But, um, so without having that to pull from, that one becomes a little bit challenging. So we're working on some new ideas and things that we may be able mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to bring something like that back, yeah. but different. Yeah, well, I know, of course, in the, in the past, the different TV stations would be involved. Mm-hmm. And I know Channel 10, is doing something with their food for families so yeah we're going to help get that kind of kicked off i think a little bit earlier for them and be able right, to because it's normally closer to mm-hmm. thanksgiving but yeah um, and be able to promote that so that'll be another promotional day where you can save five dollars on a ticket if you don't buy it ahead online and um, you can bring a canned food item and you can so you can get a deal and help a family that is in need of food and come have a great time and maybe try some new food that we've got on the fairgrounds all about you know it's all about family and food and fun all the all the good f's you know (laughs) that's that's one way to put it um well i love your theme i'm wearing my shirt big and bright thank you which is like as in the stars at night are big big and bright mm -hmm. yeah that's right you can't help but but sing the little tune. This, this was your brainchild. So you know, we kind I heard, of. I was credited to you by every year. One well, of your colleagues. Yeah. Um. Every year, I am challenged to come up with a new theme, and you know, of course, I kind of get my peers involved and have them kind of think through and brainstorm. But we just really felt like I really loved. We used neon lights last year. You know, we didn't have a full theme because we didn't mm-hmm. have a full fair. But right, right. I really loved that kind of neon look and feel and the idea of things being bright. And so, um, big and bright was kind of born from that as well as the fact that it's just we're coming out of 2020 and we are into 2021 and we just you know we know people want to get out and we want to be a place that is really um, a shining star for them and something that they're able to come and enjoy and feel good about and have fun and um, you know when I think about what that needs to look like I think about it being big and bright you know and something that's just very welcoming so that's how we got there well of course the fair it would, as I was a little kid growing up you know it was when you have these markers through the year mm-hmm. you know and and the fair was always you know one of those big ones because of course the parade which doesn't happen anymore mm-hmm. but you always look forward to the heart of Texas fair parade and to see the horses and the whole thing and then uh, you, you know and then it homecoming and Halloween and, mm-hmm. you know, all you of know, the holidays, the big days. Mm-hmm. But the fair always was such a big thing mm-hmm. for the children. So you've got lots of stuff for kiddos. We do. I mean, you know, we want it to be very kid-friendly, very family-focused. Because if you come as a parent, like, you know your kids are going to, if they're not being entertained, you're not going to stay very long. So um, we have, of course, the petting zoo is probably one of our most popular attractions, mm-hmm. and it's brought to us by Pilgrim's Pride this year. We have other shows. Like I said, we've got Farmer Phil on the stage, hometown stage. We have the Swifty Swine Pig Races, which is oh, are you going to have pig? <laughs> yeah, which is so <laughs> cute, fun. and they're so fun. The creative, the names they come up with, and getting them to race for that Oreo, and then little baby Swifty swimming in the pool at the end. <laughs> you know, it never gets old for me to watch. Yeah. Um, we also have a guy called the Circus Man, who um, is like a unicycle comedian, cool. entertainer, juggler. But what he juggles is knives and fire and crazy things you would tell your kids to never play with at home. But it's 
so entertaining. And he manages to make it all fun and now, comical. No, he's not doing that doing the rodeo. No, he'll be out and he'll actually do his show on the um, Bud Light Music stage oh, um, okay. when we don't have concerts going on. So he'll okay. kind of be during the day and early evening before all that kicks off there. So another, so you can find him there. There's a schedule online and there'll be a schedule out on the grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's something that you want to stop and watch, we highly encourage it. Um, the Sweethearts will be out face painting and doing things with the kiddos and, you know, H.E. Buddy Barnyard is back and in full, full flare and all the good stuff that you've known so and loved as well much. as all the carnival rides. So much stuff. Well, we're going to take a little break when we come back, though. We're going to hear a little bit more about what we'll expect at the fair and, you know, how you're taking precautions because I know folks are still kind of concerned about COVID. So mm-hmm. stay with us, Sharva. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, I'm Caroline, and this is Bloody Happy Hour, your newest true crime comedy podcast. So grab your favorite drink and join us every week for Thirsty Thursday. We promise to tell you the bloodiest stories and give you a laugh in between. Go find us, follow us, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. because guess what? We about to be sipping on some murder. This is Mandy and the F-Bomb, where we shed light on stories and invite you to find your place and purpose in the world of foster care. Through my involvement with families involved in foster care and being a foster mom myself, I've learned that it's the things that wreck us the most profoundly that can stitch us back together into the best purpose-filled versions of ourselves. Tune in to Mandy and the F-Bomb. It's stories that invite you in to find your place and purpose in the world of foster care. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts or at roguemedianetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I'm back with Charva Ingram, who is the HOT Fair Vice President for Marketing and Sponsor Development. As you said, it is a mouthful. But you've been with the with the fair now for several years. I have. So I have been there eight years, but this is my ninth fair because I started in August of 2013, which is really, it's a crazy time to start this job, but the best. Because once you live through it and you can see it, then it helps you kind of get ready for the next year. <laughs> you jumped in with both feet, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Well, so what has been your biggest takeaway for the years of the fair that you've been so intimately involved with it? Um, You know, that's a great question. I really think that for me, it's so impressive the number of volunteers, the Mm -hmm. people that really... Oh, 500, right? Over 500 volunteers. And then you have that core group that like... This is, this is not their job. This is just what they do because they love it. They love what we stand for, being that we're trying to give scholarships to kids and promote ag education. And, like, they are there every time we need them. And um, they're the reason we can do what we do. And so th- I think that's probably been one of the most impressive things to me. And they're so consistent. Like, there are some names that have been there. I mean, well before I came, and they'll probably mm-hmm. be well after me. They're just great volunteers. Well, you you have a load of volunteers. You have the you mentioned the sweethearts mm-hmm. of the rodeo. And, uh, is that what? Yeah, the, name is the sweethearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, originally Dub, Dub King started out the Smile Gar- Girls, the Heart mm-hmm. of Texas Fair Smile Girls. And I think I was maybe the second year he did, That's he did amazing. that. But uh, as a high school student, and, and it was so much fun. And I really got, you know, just 
mm-hmm. so grounded in the fair. And got, not that I didn't already, you know, I have a great love for uh, the Heart of Texas Fair. But this is the kind of thing, it, it, it's important to the area economically as well. I mean, what, what kind of numbers can you share with us? It is. So um, what, we've, what we've known from studies in the past is that it's about a $12 million economic impact just from the fair, people coming and, and spending their money, obviously, and we're very grateful for that. Um, the event center as a whole, year-round, when we are full force and having horse shows happening almost every weekend and everything else, it's about $47 million of an economic impact. And with the base, we expect that to probably get closer to 60, um, especially as more like youth sports are able to come and you've got those hotel stays overnight and all that other um, that comes with them being here for the weekend. So it's incredible. So yeah, we think it's, it's a big job and we don't take it lightly because we know that serving this community is important to us. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you know, having having this the facility and it, for it to be in such pristine shape mm-hmm. and, and so beautiful. And as I mentioned earlier, it was something we've kind of been watching happen and anticipating uh, this year. Uh, let, let's talk just a little bit more, though, about what you're going to be doing to um, keep things safe, because I know folks are still kind of concerned about COVID, and I think we're turning in the right direction, number-wise, at least we are, as we record this. Mm-hmm. Um, but are, are you going to have, you know, mask encouragement, or how, what, are you, what are you doing about um, all that? You know, that's a great question. We have had that from several people. We, um, we definitely want anyone and everyone that wants to come to know that they can feel safe on our grounds and that we're doing everything we can do. We're not going to require anybody, but we are encouraging masks. If that's what you need to do to feel safe, Mm -hmm. we're going to have additional hand washing stations, additional hand sanitizer stations out where it's possible, encouraging social distancing. And there's a lot that you can enjoy and stay outside and never have to go in a building if that's important to you. H.E. Buddy Barnyard is outside under a tent this year. Um, Obviously, all of our food vendors are out there. Um, So the carnival's outside. So there's a lot you can do in this Bud Light music stage that you can see and enjoy and be part of um, and still kind of be out in that open air and feel good about everything. So, of course, the the uh, rodeo itself is indoors now. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does that work? I know there's a little bit of a change there where the ticketing is concerned. It is. So we've gone to five nights of rodeo and it is and it's basically built around the weekends and it is an, a ticketed event every night. So in the past, you've been able to... Uh, Outside of the Saturdays, you've been able to use your fair admission ticket right, to just and kind just of wander walk in, in and, and, watch and sit down radio. and watch yeah. a little bit. Um, so that's not the case anymore. You do have to have a ticket. But hopefully we've made it affordable and easy for people. If you have a fair admission ticket and you come to the fair and it's a rodeo night, you're like, man, I want to go see the rodeo. You can visit our box office and for an additional $10, you're in. You've got a okay. seat. Or if you know that rodeo is part of what you want to do when you come to our fairgrounds, you buy that rodeo ticket and it includes your fair admission, okay. which also includes the concerts, all the attraction shows, you know, so on and so forth. So there's kind of two ways to approach it, just depending on what you want and when you decide what you want. Yeah. And of course, the Midway, you've mm-hmm. got uh, for there are some. How many people do you think, you know, just want to come and ride rides every you know, day? It's more than you think. That's why we <laughs> set up an entrance down there. Um, so, yeah, for those people, we have what we call a fun pass where you can buy it for $70. You have admission and a unlimited rides carnival armband every single all 11 days so if you were to add that up um, if you were to pay those individual prices every day it's about an 89 percent savings to just buy it up front for 70 dollars. if you come twice you've made your money back yeah. come three times and you're you're you know you're in the black you're good you're golden <laughs> 
So um, if you're an avid carnival rider, like, you know, you can buy your carnival. If you just want to come one day and ride unlimited rides, you can buy a $25 band online right now um, at their 35 when you get to the gate. But so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a question about something you may not want to answer me. Okay. I have heard, and I just heard it moments ago, that there's something called suicide night. So, you know, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that is what we now call sneak a peek. Um, I don't. I don't know that. I mean, people still refer to it some ways. It hasn't been that called that since I have been there, okay. but I do hear it being referred to. <laughs> it was to. news to me, and but... it's. Um, I think. I think it got that name because it's. You know, it's the first night the rides are up. Okay, right? and make so, sure all those little bolts so are tight and real tight. You know, you know? It's, it's that tester night to come ride all your favorite rides. <laughs> Although, what I will say for our carnival people to give people some assurance there. You know, I was the mom that was like, "We're not doing those." You know, like we go to theme parks, love right. it. But as I've come to work for for um, this, the fair and rodeo, and I've come to get to know some of these carnival providers, there's a lot of um, checks and balances that go on for them. Like they sure. have to do a safety check on every single ride every time they move it. If it doesn't pass, it doesn't go. Um, so I actually, you know, my kids love the that's their only reason they come they could care less about the rodeo they could care less about anything else i'm not sure they even care that much about seeing me they just want to (laughs) ride the rides and you know i feel 100 safe in sending them down there and letting them go Good. I just thought that was funny because but yes, like, that is, you know, somebody's got to test those, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. I think this year it's going to be my family because they were so sad they weren't here last year. Well, you know, I think the media you used to that Thursday night before everything opened. So Go I think and, maybe yeah, them, find I, the favorite. I know I've done that one. So the media were also, <laughs> you know, un, un, unaware testers mm-hmm. as yeah. well. But, you know, it is it is such a fun thing. And as you, you mentioned, you know, going mm-hmm. online for tickets and, and you are trying to encourage folks to do that rather than have box offices we everywhere. Are. Yeah, well, I mean, like once you come to the grounds, we will have have boxes box offices and ways to get the tickets that right. you need. But really, I think in the society, I think with COVID, one of the things that has come out of it is people have learned how to use QR codes and really to buy online and kind of minimize that unnecessary touch, meaning like with a ticket and paper and all the transfer there and everything else. And if you keep it, if you buy it online and you download it to your phone, you know, you're the only person really having to manage that till it gets scanned. But again, that touch point is minimal. So um, it is definitely a savings in the sense of not having to have all that paper. I think it's a savings and a time savings. It makes things easier and go quicker. And so um, I think you see that a lot of places, but we're definitely trying to get with it, be with the times, um, be forward thinkers. And so we are trying to drive that online aspect more and more. And there there will also be security at the gate. Folks will be Mm -hmm. walking through. uh, They will be wanded and there'll be a bag check. Mm -hmm. We aren't requiring clear bags, but we are doing bag checks and wanting people yeah you just want to be be certain mm-hmm. folks want to be sure uh, well it you know it's always delightful to get to talk to you and um thank you i'd like to talk a little bit more about you i don't know you went to baylor i did yeah yes. where are you from around here so or? my dad was career army he was a really? test pilot which meant we moved more than the average military family i was in 13 different schools for 12 years of school oh my goodness um sometimes we were there for like two years and sometimes we were there for six months um one time we were there for two weeks but it's fine like i i don't look back and like i loved it i got to see a lot of places and do a lot of things that i would not have Met been a lot able of to do otherwise yeah. i mean we lived in england for two years i went to a british oh, school for wow. a year um I so i didn't know that about you that's yeah wonderful. so yeah. i mean i got some cool experiences from it but texas was home base mm-hmm. so my dad's parents were in abilene when you're in the military you pick one state as your residency state so we when no matter where we went we called ourselves texas of course they have the big was it dais 
That's um, what is Dice an is an Abilene, yeah. Okay? But my dad was Army, so he was never there. But okay. um, he was at Fort Hood when I was little. Okay. But that's just where his parents ended. They had a used furniture business there. And yeah. so my brother and I would spend a month every summer with them. No matter where we lived, they'd fly us to them. And sure. um, we just always considered ourselves Texans. Mm-hmm. I, um, My parents both went to Hardin-Simmons, but I had an uncle that, even though he went to Hardin-Simmons, he loved Baylor. Like, he thought Baylor was the bee's knees. And so I thought, well, <laughs> if he loves Baylor so much, then it I must think be great. I should love Baylor so <laughs> much. Right. And so when it came time to decide where to go to school, we were actually in Alabama. I was like, well, I want to go to Baylor. And it's the only school I applied to so thank goodness they let me in mm-hmm. um but yeah so then Waco kind of became home but um yeah yeah that's how I got here yeah oh that's uh, that's neat and we're certainly glad you're here you're doing such a wonderful job thank for you. the fair as their spokesperson and uh, you know so many great sponsors I mean I know you'd like to list them all for everybody mm-hmm. right now yeah. but <laughs> that might not be possible, but, no. but yeah, you, you do get a lot of support from we, local businesses. We do. We're very grateful for that. You know, there's definitely like some big ones. I'll give H-E-B a shout out and sure. Alan Samuels and, um, you know, Brazos Masonry and Barna. And some of those have been with us for a long time and they're in our top 20. They're very generous givers. They did not back down on us when 2020 happened and we couldn't fulfill, you know, the full amount of obligation inside of their contracts. And so we're very thankful and grateful for that. That's a lot that of what helped good. us stay afloat. And sure. so um, it is commitment like that from community partners mm-hmm. that help help us be successful and continue to march on and meet that mark of giving back to the students. You know, last year we had to go backwards a little bit, but not a lot. We probably went backwards about 20 grand and we gave out. Well, that's not much. No, in May we gave out um, 36 scholarships to kids to the tune of 137, our top scholarship person got a $20,000 scholarship. And so, you know, um, a huge part of how we make money is the fair and rodeo. That's our biggest fundraiser, if you will, as a a nonprofit may not realize that, Mm -hmm. that, that it, it raises money for scholarships Mm -hmm. for students. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and are they ag students necessarily or so it's a a combination. We really want to be able to affect everyone in the community. So during our livestock show, um, it is scholarships like through the calf scramble and all the other things. It is Mm -hmm. scholarships that are very specifically ag based. But then also in May, we give out scholarships that are academic based. So you may or may not have a tie from the agricultural side. Um, It may just strictly be that you are a great community servant, you've made really great grades, and you've checked all these other boxes. And when we evaluate your um, application, it puts you kind of towards the top of the pile and you get a scholarship from us. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, so we really want to be able to reward all the kids. So those two aspects combined are what allow us to give about 250 to three hundred thousand dollars a year to date we're just shy of 3.5 million i knew it was millions and yeah. we just want that it started i think in 1991 and we're just hoping to continue growing in my time i'd love to see us get to giving five hundred thousand yeah. a year oh wow so you know we just gotta just double keep, what we're doing keep, but that's yeah, okay that's all. you know yeah. but you, you can do no hill for a climber there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh sharva it's so much fun to talk to you and to hear about the fair which is just you know the delightful time of the year mm-hmm. uh, in central texas and again how can folks uh, get tickets and and get a list? There's so much stuff. <laughs> yeah, to see there, and do. there's a lot to do. So hotfair.com. We mm-hmm. try to simplify it and make it easy there. There's a big button at the top that says tickets, and if you click that, you'll get 
you'll get several options um, until like the start of the show. We have some deals. Um, we try to make it as affordable as we can for families. Right. So it can leading get expensive leading yeah. up to the di- leading up to the day we open the gates, we offer some really extra special deals. But even when the gates open, we have daily promotions and things going on um, to make it as affordable as possible for all families to come and enjoy and experience. But hotfair.com is how you find all that out. All right. Well, I will see you at the fair. Awesome. So glad to have you. Thank you, Shaba. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 